I wish that this podcast episode was covering something lighter and brighter, but it's not going to. We're going to present a stark reality that's very, very dark. We're going to cover a brand new publication from the American College of OBGYN in Obstetrics and Gynecology. This was out, published ahead of print electronically on September the 8th, 2022. It hasn't officially come out in paper print yet. And the title of this stark new publication is Pregnancy-Associated Homicide and Suicide. Look, I learned the top five causes of maternal mortality when I was a resident. And the truth is, it really hadn't changed very much in a decade. They were, in no particular order, infection or sepsis, bleeding or hemorrhage, hypertensive disorders, thrombotic issues, and accidents. But now, for the first time in history, here's the quote and the stark reality. Quote, homicide is the leading cause of death during pregnancy and the postpartum period, end quote. Y'all get that? Let's just stop there for a minute. Homicide is a leading cause of death during pregnancy in the postpartum interval. Completely heartbreaking and devastating. Let's cover some of these statistics now because you're going to be asked these questions because we've got to do better. And these numbers that we're going to cover are going to make you just stop in your tracks. Here we go. Our goal is to keep everyone up to date in practicing evidence-based medicine because medicine moves real fast. This is Clinical Pearls. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Now, we're going to start this podcast off here in the next minute with some hard numbers, but I want you to pay attention to four factors that are going to repeat here and that are big contributors to this issue of pregnancy-associated homicide and suicide. Four factors, and they are race, a history of mental health disorders or mental health illness, and then the third is a history of substance use disorders, and the fourth, intimate partner Violence. Let's do those four again, all right? Race, mental health issues, substance use disorder, and intimate partner violence. Those four things you're going to see affect pregnancy-associated homicide and suicide. Maternal mortality in the U.S. is increasing, with most recent reports estimating a rate of about 23.8 per 100,000 life births. Further, it's not the same for everybody. There are some racial disparities in maternal mortality in the U.S. that, well, are pretty frightening. There's an almost threefold higher maternal mortality rate at about 55.3 deaths per 100,000 live births for non-Hispanic black women compared with 19 deaths per 100,000 live births for non-Hispanic white women. But overall, as a country, the maternal mortality rate, remember this number, is 23 per 100,000. And that number is higher than other industrialized countries. 
we got to talk about two concepts here, because especially if you're going to take your oral boards, they're going to ask you these two concepts. The first is pregnancy-related deaths, and then the other concept is pregnancy-associated deaths, and you got to know the difference here. First, pregnancy-related deaths, or just what it sounds like, those are defined as any death caused by a pregnancy complication or a chain of events that's initiated by pregnancy or the aggravation of some other condition by the physiological effects of pregnancy. In other words, pregnancy somehow messes up the body and leads to a pregnancy-related death. That's pretty easy to figure out, right? The second concept is pregnancy-associated deaths. On the other hand, pregnancy-associated deaths are those attributable to a condition that's unaffected by pregnancy that occurs within one year of pregnancy. So it's not six weeks, it's not 12 weeks like the fourth trimester, it's up to the first year of pregnancy. In other words, one year postpartum. So pregnancy-associated deaths was the big wake-up call when this data was analyzed. We're going to talk about it in a minute because this data comes from the CDC's database called the National Violent Death Reporting System. All right, so there's pregnancy-related and then pregnancy-associated deaths. Well, that's just it. Pregnancy-associated deaths have now surpassed pregnancy-related deaths. Look, we've all known, of course, that pregnancy in the postpartum period are high independent risk factors for violence in women, and, and that's the big problem. And remember that quote that's right out of the college. Homicide is the leading cause of death during pregnancy in the postpartum interval. That's horrible. Also, remember this staggering statistic. The late postpartum period had the greatest prevalence of intimate partner violence in those women who died by homicide at about 70%. 70%. Homicide prevalence during pregnancy in the postpartum interval is 16 times higher than among non-pregnant and non-postpartum females of reproductive age, and it exceeds all obstetric causes of maternal mortality by twofold. That's a huge clinical pearl. So somebody asks, well, what's the most likely cause of death during pregnancy? I mean, it's probably throwing a clot, right? Or or postpartum hemorrhage. And both of those things are horrible events, no question. But it's not. Because what leads the pack in terms of the leading cause of OB death by twofold, here it is, is violent death. Is that terrible or what? That's hard to say. So homicide is the leading cause of maternal mortality. And right behind that is suicide, not far behind. Suicide mortality is happening at an increasing rate in the U.S. Rates of suicidality, suicidal ideation, and self-harm during pregnancy have increased over the past decade from about 1.8% to a stated staggering rate of 9.3%. All right, let's get back to this study and how this thing was done, all right? So these researchers, again, who published this in Obstetrics and Gynecology, used the CDC's national database called the National Violent Death Reporting System. Now, all 50 states contribute, although they do it in different ways. 
the researchers restricted the data to females of childbearing age defined by the CDC as those who were 15 to 44 years of age. Now, I know what you're thinking. Wait a minute. There's some women under 15 who get pregnant and women over 44 who get pregnant. And that's totally right. And that's one of the limitations of this study is that, if anything, this underrepresents or undercalls the true numbers, as staggering as that is by themselves, because they focused on what the CDC calls females of, quote, childbearing age, end quote, and that's 15 to 44. All right, I'm going to throw out some clinical pearls here because in case you're asked, you got to know these. You got to commit these to memory because it's a good wake-up call when we see patients, all right? Because those that are affected by homicide in terms of sociodemographics are different than those affected by suicide, all right? And the take-home message here is nobody's immune, okay? It can happen to anyone. So first, let's focus on what the data looks like for homicide, For those individuals who died by pregnancy-associated homicide, they were predominantly black or African-American, single or never married, and had less than a high school diploma. Those are huge factors. So when you're doing your intake, if you got patient characteristics that meet some of these, I mean, we should be screening everybody. And of course, we treat everybody the same, but we treat everybody the same with compassion and by asking these hard questions because we don't want anything to go because we don't want to upset somebody's feelings. That's how we got into this position to begin with is we never brought it up and we turned the other way. We've got to face this and fix this head on. Now, for those that were affected by pregnancy-associated homicide, those deaths tended to occur in the majority during the pregnancy itself at about 64%. However, pregnancy-associated suicide deaths were split between pregnancy and the late postpartum interval at around 40% during pregnancy and about 42% occurring in the postpartum interval. Okay, so that's the homicide part. So African-American black typically were those who were affected most from pregnancy-associated homicide. But take a look at pregnancy-associated suicide. This is weird. Individuals who died by pregnancy-associated suicide were significantly more likely to be older and white or of American Indian descent relative to all life births. So look, this isn't about African-American women alone or Caucasian women alone. The idea is everyone is vulnerable. It's pregnancy. Pregnancy increases the risk of these issues. So whether you're African-American and based on this data have a higher rate or risk in general of pregnancy-associated homicide, being older and white or American Indian raises the risk of pregnancy-associated suicide. I mean, this is terrible. This is heartbreaking. And speaking of suicide, across all pregnancy time periods, more than half of individuals who died by suicide were identified as having a current mental health problem or having a substance abuse disorder issue. So these are big things. You see why it's important to screen everyone for their mental wellness and their mental state of mind, as well as screening for substance use disorders. Those were the two flags that really impacted and increased the risk of pregnancy-associated suicide. Now, we talked about intimate partner violence being a big factor in late postpartum pregnancy associated homicide. Remember that? But intimate partner violence also has a role here as we talk about suicide. 
the pregnant interval, unlike the postpartum interval where IPV had a role for pregnancy-associated homicide, it's during the pregnancy itself, according to this data, that had the highest prevalence of intimate partner violence among those women who died by suicide. This is exactly why the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists and the U.S. Preventive Service Task Force and SMFM all recommend universal screening for depression, anxiety, and intimate partner violence in pregnancy and even the postpartum interval. These all represent intervals where we can try to intervene and hopefully try to derail an otherwise catastrophic chain of events. As we wrap this up, remember this. Every pregnancy-associated violent death should be considered preventable. And yes, while that is my opinion, it also happens to be the stance of the American College of OBGYN. And that text is directly taken out of this publication, again, that came out ahead of print. And lastly, as we get ready to wrap up this podcast, just a big clinical pearl. It's important to risk stratify individuals, to risk stratify patients. I get that, right? That's what we're trained to do. I mean, we just said here that African-American or black women are more likely to be affected by pregnancy-associated homicide, while older Caucasian women more likely to be affected by pregnancy-associated suicide. It's good to know those numbers and those facts. But if we remember that pregnancy itself, just being pregnant, heightens the risk for intimate partner violence and for mental health uh, issues and disturbances, we have to remember that we should be compassionate and empathetic with all of our patients, especially during the pregnancy and postpartum interval, because that by itself is a very beautiful but also stressful time in that patient's life. So remember, it's important to stratify, but treat everyone equally. Treat everyone with love, understanding, and compassion. All right, podcast family, that brings us to a wrap. We have covered a brand new publication out of the American College of Obstetrics and Gynecology in Obstetrics and Gynecology, the Green Journal, coming out in print soon. The title, Pregnancy Associated Homicide and Suicide. As always, thank you for being part of our podcast family. And we'll see you next time on Clinical Pearls.